Welcome, everyone, to Take the Lead. I am your host, William Kliske. I'm John. And we have a special guest today from BB&J Sports. Please introduce yourself, my flesh and blood. I am Billy's twin, Bobby, one host of BB&J Podcast. And through five episodes on his podcast, um, I've given him a nickname. I haven't told him yet. He's Mr. Hot Take. Because if you listen to episode four, Brad would talk about how Bobby kept picking Jacksonville at 13-3, and three, even after Nick Foles went down. So, Bobby, defend your positioning, if you and if you still think that. Jacksonville 13-3? Yeah, do you think they're still going to get there? Yes. With Gardner Minshew. How many losses do they have right now? Two. So you think they're going to go 12-1? and one? I've seen crazier things happen. This whole episode, okay. ep- what episode is this for you guys? Five. Episode five of Take the Lead is going to be my biggest hot takes of the week. And we do have a few pick so I'm going to shock a few people. And my NFC conference champions going to blow your guys' mind. So can't All wait right. to get into it. All right. So let's start off with Antonio Brown. He, as of yesterday, has been released by the New England Patriots after spending only 11 days on the team. John, you read into this more than I have. Why did the Patriots release Antonio Brown? Uh, there were screenshots of text messages that came out to prove that he uh, that he's guilty. And this was to the artist, right? Uh, yes. Uh, Bobby, what are your thoughts on these newfound text messages that were sent while he was a member of the New England Patriots? Also crazy. It was more than just like with the artist. He created a group chat with three accusers his lawyer was sending photos of their kids to them and telling people to look into their past and then and i quote told the girl stop trying to extort me for money you money hungry b word and then uh, that essentially i was just like what i didn't hear that part and like that's (laughs) verbatim so what i'm thinking is new england thought he was going to come and keep his head down stay out of the media and then let the whole investigation take place, which clearly didn't happen, and that's the main reason I think they released him. Uh, granted, he could have been Randy Moss-level talent, but Patriot Way, we've let people go for a lot less than that. So I think the 11 days was more than what he expected, and we had to give him $5 million on Monday the 23rd. Yeah. But right now we only owe him about 150000 Uh He got that. It was 158000 It was his game one check. Yeah, but... um. I didn't hear about that group chat part, so that's news to me. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Um, Back to Bobby for a second. Uh, For Antonio Brown, I had a question. I have an answer if you have a question. I'm trying to remember what it was. While you're thinking of it, I'll tell you my favorite Antonio Brown story. Okay. Off the field, obviously. Um, He was in Miami, reported that his Rolls Royce was stolen. Two days later, the police come to his house for a completely separate reason. They knock on the door, introduce themselves as the police. He doesn't answer the door. Ten minutes goes by of them knocking and just talking back and forth to Antonio Brown with the door closed. He opens the door, says, I found the car, and then closed the door on them. And then they knocked on the door again. They're like, no, 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 we're here for something else. And he's like, I found the car. And so he also reported that he lost $80,000 cash and a handgun from his apartment and he just misplaced it in the wrong closet. 
So I think he has a memory loss issue as well. That yeah, that, that makes sense after a story like that. So I didn't remember my initial question, but this question goes to both. But since John hasn't done a lot of talking yet, I'll ask you first. The future of Antonio Brown. Do you see him playing this season? No. Like Bobby said, I think he has a C- CTE. Is that what it is? So is it just like a this season thing and maybe in like a year or two? No, I think no? You think he's done? If this all comes out that he actually, uh, I can't say the R word, a sexual abuse of his woman, yeah. his, his career is done. Yeah, Bobby, do you have the same thoughts as John about his career? If he comes out as innocent, I want him in the league. If he comes out as guilty, I want him in jail forever. Yeah, I really can't say it any different because if you're innocent, then why should you be gone from the league for something you didn't do? But, however, I do have a little bit of a different take just because, again, nothing is, like, confirmed because, again, I didn't see the screenshots, so I'm just going by what I knew beforehand. I think I'm still just a little too early to do something. Do Do you... Bobby, no, nothing. John, do you have an argument? Like, uh, on Monday when they interviewed Brittany Taylor, it lasted like 10 hours, but they didn't, as far as I'm aware, they didn't have their interview with Antonio Brown yet, so I feel like they should have done that like after this weekend on his off day, and then... After that, if he's just like, no, I didn't do it, and not like providing details or whatever, then do something. But as of right now, not including those text messages, which do seem pretty <laughs> revealing of who he is, it's just like you just have a one 10 hour side of the story with potential receipts. So, Antonio Brown, if you didn't do it, Ruin for you to come back in the league. But if you did, bye-bye. I'm sorry. I think your career is done. So moving on with Antonio Brown out and new quarterbacks coming in. Daniel Jones, baby. Week three of the NFL is uh, is getting a pretty new look for one-eighth of the teams. So we're going to have Bobby start off because this game has already happened. Jacksonville on Thursday. Starter Gardner Minshew. Bobby, I know you're a big fan. Tell me why. I've been a huge fan of Gardner Minshew since last year at Washington State. Shout out Shelby and Spicy, my two friends that go to Wazoo, saw Gardner Minshew on the daily on campus. I honestly thought you were going to say since last week. (laughs) No, 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 no. Gardner Minshew is what I would refer to as a stud, okay? That mustache gives him a competitive advantage over everyone else. Is it because it's distracting to the defense? I think his whole <laughs> his whole persona is distracting to the defense. Did you, I don't know how many st- college stories you heard of him. Zero, actually. Okay, I so never even heard of him until last week, I'm to about, be honest with I'm you. I'm about to blow your mind, okay? My two favorite college stories. First one, he would show up to workouts with the team in just a jockstrap and aviators. After seeing pictures of him coming off a plane, I believe it. And secondly, he wanted to, get, he wanted to be an injury red shirt. It's like he, he wanted to be an injured redshirt his mm-hmm. freshman year. So he went into his college dorm room with a bottle of Jack, took three swigs of it, and then took a hammer to his hand and smashed his hand three times. So that way he would redshirt so he could get a grad transfer senior year. 
I, I, uh, John what? has a reaction to that. I, that, I, that is the best Garner Minshew story I know. I have no words, John. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, hey. No, no, the more I think about it, they might go 13-3 and three now. And so I, pu- I pulled up my other favorite ones. He did a naked cannonball during camp at Washington State. The bed he used in college, he bought on Facebook Marketplace for $10. Who is this guy? His <laughs> grandfather wanted to name him Beowulf. <laughs> and he carried a full-size bottle of Crown Royal in his waistband on a night around Pullman. So, essentially, the guy's a legend. Uncle Rico in the flesh. I <laughs> I believe that one with the mustache. I don't believe Jacksonville's going to trade Jalen Ramsey this year. And... Uh, I believe their defense with a competent quarterback and Leonard Fournette showing that he he can have an explosive game like Thursday. They could show flashes of their 13 and 3 team last when they went to the AFC Championship. My thing with Jacksonville is you have one more loss for the rest of the year in Bobby's eyes, in my eyes. And please don't let it be week four because I don't know if I can root for a 13 straight win streak. What would your reaction be if they lose their next two weeks and they're one and four and they didn't even get a second win before they proved you wrong? I don't like to think negatively. I don't think Garner, Garner Minshew's a winner, not a loser. That That is true. That it was his first start week three, right? No, he started week two. Yes. Yeah, week two he started. Yeah. And the only reason we're not 2-1 right now is because a blown call and a two-point conversion 30 seconds left in the game. It was very close. Uh, I don't know if I can agree if it was blown or not because different camera angles showed different things. So I just think it was a lack of evidence to overturn instead of them. But I will forever support the coaching decision to go for two points to win the game instead of going to overtime. Think about it. Think about it. I had this conversation with Brad on the last episode where it's just like either way you look at it, you're putting your trust in your quarterback. If you go for two, you're putting your trust in your quarterback to make the two point conversion happen. And if you kick the field goal and tie it, you're trusting your quarterback to score a touchdown in overtime. So regardless of what the decision was, they were putting their trust in their quarterback. But yeah, I think in a position like that, you have to go for two. And I'll throw this to John real quick. When you're in overtime, you have to drive the whole length of the field. Two-point conversion, you're like three yards away. My thing is, wouldn't you want to be put in a position where you're at the three-yard line and you score? Two-yard line. Two-yard line, you score, you win. Or you kick the extra point, which is never a guarantee this year. and Especially a Vinatieri. <laughs> and then go to the 50-yard line for a coin flip, and then you might never see the ball. John, as a head coach in the NFL in that position, are you going for two points? Absolutely. I mean, well, Bobby just said, you don't want to have the chance to go to overtime and lose. I mean, I forgot about the point of not getting the ball back. Yeah, so definitely go for two, so it was a smart decision. Yeah, but um, another way to look at it is just assume at this point, for my argument, you do get the ball back, whether first or second in overtime, right? Uh, When you go for two, you have one chance we have one play to make it work in overtime you're playing your regular football game you have four downs every 10 yards to make something happen it was a 13 to 12 game so scoring was coming that is also true that is also true give me the opportunity in the red zone 
and Gardner Minshew will win the next seven games. And that lack of scoring is what makes me think they would have at least had one possession in overtime. Gardner Minshew's going to win the next seven games. The Eagles lose their next seven. But let's keep going. Okay, so moving on. Bye. (laughs) 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 All right, so moving on real quick, we're going to talk about someone that none of us really know. But uh, Cam Newton's out week three, at least, with a foot injury. And his backup is Kyle Allen. John, have you heard about Kyle Allen? Nope. Before? Bobby? No, 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 no. no. I, I, I think they got it on the mic. But any chance that he does better than Cam Newton and at least get one touchdown pass this game? I don't think so. They are facing – where are you on the list? They are facing the Arizona Cardinals. Nope. I don't know who this guy is, so absolutely not. Bobby, do you think he'll get at least one touchdown pass? If he gets a touchdown pass, it'll be a fluke like screen pass to Christian McCaffrey for 78. It won't be because of him. It'll that be makes because sense. Because he has a tank at running back, and that's about it. Their receiving core is kind of trash. Yeah. So in New York, we got Daniel Jones starting now, made official, and... Number six pick from Duke, Bobby's school for basketball. I don't know school for football, but I know Duke's not them. And he's going to have to prove himself to be worthy of the number six overall pick. Do you think he'll at least do better than Eli Manning has done these first two games? I'm an alumni to Duke University, class of 2019. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I'm a sidewalk alum means I, I just support from the sidewalks. They won't let me through the front door. I'll take a scholarship, however. But I say Daniel Jones wins his first game. Um, They are facing... Why can't I find any of these teams? They're facing the Tamp- They're facing Tampa. I, th- I think there's a good chance. They win by a touchdown. So it's going to be somewhat close. Competitive. Like, I'll do 24-17, but yeah. A competitive game. Yeah, John, on the other hand, in division to his team, who do you, do you want Tampa Bay just to kind of make the Giants 0-3, eliminate them from all contention? Absolutely. absolutely. Do you think Eli Manning would get a uh, job somewhere else? Cause well, he's still employed by the Giants. Well, well I'm talking about you think they'll trade him because he's 8-4 in the playoffs. His uh, career record's not that good. 116-116. Yes, uh, he's a two-time Super Bowl champion, two-time MVP. And I look at teams who need quarterbacks, so Dolphins definitely need one. Uh, they don't, we're getting to them. They just named a new starter. Yeah, but Josh Rosen is poo-poo. Yeah, but Miami is poo-poo, so why would they and, even uh, care? The Broncos need one because Joe Flacco. Your Super Bowl dude was because your defense, you're a terrible quarterback. Uh, the Steelers need one, and uh, the Panthers need one. Um, yeah, but I think he will get a job somewhere else. If it's not this season, it's to be uh, definitely next season. Um, How many years does he have left on his contract? I don't know, but I know he signed a big one just a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's why I don't know if any teams are willing to take him. I think the Giants are just someone could, eat it. Someone could bring him in as a veteran experience. True. But, um, yeah, I but could, yeah, I think Daniel Jones would be good. He was a great quarterback in college. Uh, even though Giants fans booed him, I think he's going to prove the Giants fans he's the next franchise quarterback, and Giants fans will definitely regret booing him. That's my hot take. Yeah, I think the Giants fans will also regret booing him. However, I don't see them winning week three just because it will be Daniel Jones' first start under the limelight of New York. But 
I could see the Giants going like five and eleven this year with Daniel Jones as the starter. Once they get Sterling Shepard back, and they have you can't forget Saquon Barkley. They're gonna feed him the ball so much this year. Oh, 100 percent. He already leads the league in rushing. But um, yeah, Daniel Jones. I predicted Giants will go five and eleven. Haven't actually looked at their schedule to map it out whether mm-hmm. or not. But I think Daniel Jones will get them four or five wins this year. Improve in the off season because again, only a rookie, and then maybe lead the Giants to a seven and nine or eight and eight record next year. And if very he, early prediction. And if he does bad, I want the Giants will bring back. I e- uh, will not bring back Eli, but put Eli back in the starting position. Yeah. But it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, it all depends. And if they don't bring back Eli, like I said, the teams that need quarterbacks, if those teams don't call the Giants to say, can we get him, even though they probably won't because he's 36, 37 years old, I think. Uh, his career is probably done, but like I just said, a two-time Super Bowl champion, two-time MVP, you really can't complain about that. He beat the greatest quarterback of all time in the Super Bowl twice. Yeah. So... As we mentioned, another new starting quarterback this week is Josh Rosen for Miami, who we know are tanking, so we don't really need to talk about him. However, I did get an interesting ESPN stat when they announced Josh Rosen as the starting quarterback. So Josh Rosen is going to be the 21st starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins since Dan Marino retired in 2000. So... Bobby and John, are you ready for your mini game? The game is called Name That Quarterback. So I'm just going to have you guys alternate who you think were quarterbacks for the Miami Dolphins over the past 19 seasons, starting quarterbacks. And once you guys start getting like consistently wrong, that's when we'll stop the game, and whoever has the most right wins. So, John, excluding Josh Rosen... Who's been a quarterback, a starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins? Um, they had Jason Campbell. Um, yeah, he'll say one, then Bobby says one. So Hold Jason, on. who'd you say? Jason Campbell. I know he was on him. I'm pretty sure he was. No. He wasn't. I'm pretty sure he was. He's not on my list. He wasn't on the Wikipedia page of starting quarterbacks for the Miami Dolphins. So John's really off to a hot start. Unless here. I missed one, but the numbers lined up. No. See, John, this is where I'm just going to steal the point. Ryan Fitzpatrick. All right, so I'm going to put a B next to him so I know. Chad Pennington. Yep, that's who I was going to say, so you're a scumbag. 18 to go. (laughs) Wow, is it bad? I don't even remember who it was last year. Ryan Tannehill. Yep, he was one of them. Did they have uh, Brian Greasy one year? Who was it? Brian Greasy. They did. That was an older one, early 2000s. Good job, John. Chad Henney. Yes. That's why he was in Miami. <laughs> Is it... Did they have someone named Josh Freeman? I don't know if he's starting up, but I'm pretty sure, unless he was a backup. He might I have been he... a backup, but he wasn't. He never started a game. Geno Smith. No. I know he was in the Jets. I didn't know if they sent him to Miami. I mean, they might have, but he was probably back up if he was. Fuck. Um. Wow, the, these two obvious ones, I'm surprised these guys still haven't gotten yet. Three obvious ones, I should say now. 
All right, let's see. Let's dig down in the bags. Um, come on. <laughs> you get over there, Bobby. <laughs> He said Miami's been irrelevant, so we can't think of any. Um, Still working the two-mic system. Hopefully we'll get three next week. If you give see. up, you can pass it to Bobby. Hmm. I'm not doing much better. You're up three to two, Bobby. Well, that's how bad the Dolphins are. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to break the awkward silence, but yeah, Brock Osweiler. Yep. Um, I don't know. Do you give up, John? Do you want to accept defeat to Bobby? Yeah, that's how much I don't pay attention to the Dolphins. Bobby? He already said Chad Pennington, right? Yep. If you give up, we're going to call it the final score. Michael Vick. Nope. Give me a second. This team is so bad. I'm sorry for the awkward silence. I'm just enjoying their misery right now. The Miami Dolphins historically might be the worst. Who the heck's the guy who brought the Dolphins to like the playoffs a couple years ago? Probably Chad Pennington. <laughs> yeah, Chad Pennington was one of the most consistent. Oh, players. I know who it was that you're not getting that did that. Yeah, I give up, but I'll take the win. Yeah, Bobby wins 4-2. to two. So with that score, you guys missed 14 Miami Dolphins quarterbacks. So, do you guys want to hear who they were? Sure. So, going in order from after Marino retired to recent, I'll include the guys that you named. We had Jay Fielder, Damon Huard. Nope. Ray Lucas. I'm sure Jay Feely was on there, too. Brian Grease. AJ Feely. <laughs> Sage Rosenfels. <laughs> Gus Ferrodi. Ferrat. <laughs> Dante Culpepper. Oh my God. Joey Harrington. Yep. Cleo Lemon. <laughs> Trent Green. Yep. John Beck. Nope. Chad Pennington. Chad Henney. Tyler Thigpen. Nope. Matt Moore. Oh, yep, I remember him. Ryan Tannehill. Obviously. The last guy that you didn't get, do you have? Do you have a guess? No. Jay Cutler, oh Brock Osweiler, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and now Josh Rosen. Those have been all the Miami Dolphins starting quarterbacks since Dan Marino retired oh, wow. in the year. Dolphins, 2000s. get your crap together! Come on. So, I hope you enjoyed that game of name that quarterback. Like <laughs> I said, probably Dolphins never happen again in this <laughs> calendar year. Like I said, Dolphins, you need Eli Manning. So, I know Bobby already touched on this, but Jalen Ramsey has requested a trade. And I know Bobby said he doesn't think he'll be traded, so I'll just jump straight to John. Do you think he will be traded? And if so, to whom? I think so. To who? Uh, the Chiefs, one of the uh, teams in the hot seat, the Eagles, um, and the Ravens. And the, actually, I heard the Eagles can offer the most, but... I don't think they will. And if um, he does get traded, he's going to the Ravens. Yeah. He's already said he doesn't want to be there. 
Yeah, I don't see him being traded at least this year because the Jaguars also offered to make him the highest paid in his position for him to stay. Yeah, so but he also said he wants to go to a contender. Let's say if they sign for five years and the uh, the Jaguars don't contend for five years, he's going to the next five years saying trade me, But Nick me, Foles me, comes back. Me. The only reason why Bobby had them at 13-3 and because of his Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey wants to be a winner. You want to know who else is a winner? Nick Foles. Gardner Minshew. <laughs> he's one and one. And Nick Foles. Super Bowl MVP. Winning fixes everything. The hot streak they're about to embark is going to make everything a little better in Jacksonville. Trust me. Aye. On the other hand, oh, okay. B- Billy, we should transition to how poor the Philadelphia Eagles are going to be. We're getting there. In our quick picks, we do quickly talk about. Okay, good, because I have some hot takes I want to throw at John. Okay, so so we can quickly get to those quick picks to hear Bobby's Eagles rant. We're just going to talk about uh, Monday Night Football. The Browns beat the Jets 23-3. to That's remarkable that they only put up 23 points against the Jets. But the big news coming out of that is Trevor Simeon, the Jets' backup quarterback, suffered a broken ankle and is out for the year. And now they're up to their third-string quarterback, Luke Falk. Bobby, who's Luke Falk? A bum. <laughs> yeah, so it's not looking so hot for the Jets with Darnold having mono. But Odell had a game. That's really all we really need to talk about from that game. game was awful. Baker Mayfield's regressing. He's not even a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's 5-7 and seven on t- against teams not named Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, his passer rating was against Cincinnati is 134. Against everyone else, it's in the mid-60s. I just dropped him on fantasy. He is you not did. accurate, working on his brand. He picked up Dak. Picked up Dak Prescott, top five quarterback in the NFL. It's another hot take right there. The only quarterbacks I'm taking over Dak Prescott today, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Jared Goff, and Mahomes boy, Patrick Mahomes. And then Dak Prescott's five. No Russell Wilson. No Super Bowl MVP. Nope. Was he was he the MVP when they won? I don't even know. <laughs> I I know he's the Super Bowl champion. Yeah. But no. <laughs> um, Malcolm Smith was. Uh, okay. Thank you for the insight, Sorry. John, because yep. I didn't actually pay attention to who won the MVP that year. The well, Patriots were in eight. The Patriots weren't in it, so I didn't care. It <laughs> But the Jets only scored three points, so that's nothing to talk about, really. And moving on to Thursday night, Bobby, you watched the game. Jacksonville won 20-7. to Garner Minshew, your boy, 20 for 30, only 204 yards, but two touchdowns. Thoughts? Hey, it's a great game. Go in to do one thing, win. True. Won pretty decisively. Uh, 13, yeah, decently decisively. So, yeah. And then Marcus Mariota was 23 of 40 for 304 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Tennessee's moving off of Mariota at the end of this year. Hot take. Probably. And both running backs didn't have that great of a game. Derrick Henry, 17 carries for 44 yards and a touchdown. Leonard Fournette, 15 carries for 66 yards. And one of his rushes was 69 yards. He so was every other rush was zero to negative yards. He was thirteen rushes, negative nine yards before the sixty-nine yard run. Yeah, and then he lost yards again. Yeah, 
So he was at 66 yards total on 15 carries with that 69-yard run. Is John, he coming off an injury from last year? Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm just wondering because uh, his rookie year, he was a beast. Yeah. I don't know what happens. But well, injuries. Yeah. The last thing I want to quickly touch on and to get Bobby's thoughts on, from we're going to baseball for a moment. Yes, I know your your Yankees clinched the AL East, but that's not what we're going to talk about. We're going to get those cheats clapped by the Astros. <laughs> Probably. That's what I think. But on Tuesday night at Fenway Park, Mike Yastrzemski homered in the same ballpark that his grandfather, Carl Yastrzemski, played 23 years for. I just want to get your opinions on what kind of moment do you think that is to you, Bobby? I mean, I think it's cool. Fenway Park's one of the most historic parks in the country, and being able to do that where your grandfather played is really cool. Um, and the fact that Mike Yastrzemski came up this year as a rookie at 28 years old, 29 now. It's a story. It's definitely a story. He's a good player. Uh, more importantly, the Red Sox have been officially eliminated from playoff contention. Unfortunately, that means no back-to-back champs again in baseball, and but that's Billy, okay. quick Just question. Who was the last team to go back-to-back? Was it the Yankees? It was the Yankees. Yeah, I figured. You know what's about to happen? We're going to go back to back to back no, to back not. to back to back in the next six years. No, six years in a row? Fire Alex Cora. Last year was a fluke. Fire Bobby from predicting baseball. <laughs> Alex Cora is the worst manager in baseball. And Mookie Betts. He did good his first year. Well, I mean, they had a really good team. They got hot at the right moment. Yeah, and, and who Mookie are Betts they lacking this year other than their closer, Craig? Oh, uh, their pitching's hor- Pitching wasn't their pitching wasn't that good. Uh their bullpen was terrible. Their bullpen. I know their bullpen's their terrible. Their bullpen blew twenty five games this year. No, Billy, give me your name. John, we're bullpen. Billy, you're an idiot. Okay. I know I am. The Red Sox are missing a lot. Their bullpen trash. Chris Sale shell of himself. Percello, average at best. Our our Guado Rodriguez was their best pitcher. Nathan Avaldi, where did he show up? Oh, wait, he never did. David Price, bum. Injuries everywhere. Bats, not hot. Mookie Betts, they will trade him this offseason. The Red Sox are going to start to rebuild. Just because you have injuries doesn't mean you can't be good. You're Yan- I'm, still looking, I'm looking at your Yankees, Bobby. Yes. They, 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 they have, they, yeah, they are deep. But anyways, the other thing I want to quickly talk about <laughs> in baseball is that the Twins broke the record. First team to ever have five players with 30-plus home runs on the same team, same year. So I just thought that was impressive. Every team's hitting more home runs. The Yankees have five players with 25-plus home runs. That happens when you play in a Little League, a little league ballpark. Yeah, literally. Thoughts on but John calling your team's ballpark a Little League ballpark, Bobby? He, he's insulting your team. He's saying that it's easy. How many rings do you guys have in the last uh, 100 years? I don't know. I don't know. Minimal? What? How many rings do you have total? Under 10? Yeah. That's cute. How many ring- How many rings do you have this century? One. Two. Oh, one oh, and 2009. And how many do we have? Four. That's what I thought. But. But what? But. But what? 27 rings. What? 27 rings. Call me. Call me when you're in the. Call me when you're in the teens, and we'll talk. Okay. Teens. Okay. Guarantee you don't win one for the next ten years. I'll take the four I saw. Oh, uh, the th- right, yeah, the four right. Two thousand four, seven, thirteen. Yep. Yeah, four, four. seven, thirteen, seven, eighteen. Um, I right, that was it for baseball. Just a couple quick things I wanted to mention. 
So we are now moving on to uh, our now weekly segment where I forgot to check the score from last week between me and John. But these are our quick picks that weren't so quick last week. But that's okay. It's stuff to talk about. So we're going to predict every game on Sunday and Monday's game. And whoever has the best record at the end of the season, we haven't figured out what we're doing yet, but we're going to nope. figure it out. So we'll start with our guest, Bobby. Dolphins, Cowboys. Cowboys, 45 nothing. <laughs> I believe it. Miami does nothing. John? Uh, you got to go with the Cowboys. I mean, Dolphins, oosh. And do you have a score? I'm going to go 38 to 3. I will give the Dolphins a point. A field goal? Yep. <laughs> That's all they're getting, though. I'm going to go 35 to nothing, Dallas. And the reason I still say nothing is because they'll do what they did last week against New England, try to get a touchdown instead of a field goal at the end. It'll probably be intercepted again, or they'll just fail because it's Miami. All right. So, unanimous, Cowboys. Um, Bengals, Bills. Bobby. Bills, 24-17, going 3-0. and Who do you have? I, didn't, I was right. Buffalo, 3-0. Buffalo, okay. 24-17. I think Josh Allen is completely going to light up the Bengals' defense. So, obviously going with the Bills. And... I am also going with the Bills, and it looks like New England's having some competition in the in the East. Don't this count year. out the don't the count out the Bills. That defense is good. Yeah, Bills shocking to me this year. I thought they were going to be like six and ten, but they're already two and zero. We're projecting projecting them to be three and zero. So I guess be happy Buffalo that you're on a winning streak. Yeah. All right. So John. We'll start with you because this is your team. Lions, Eagles. Who do you have? Uh, well, I'm going with the Eagles, but uh, their secondary cannot play like they did last week against the Falcons. They're leaving guys wide open. Um, they're not going to have Deshaun Jackson. I don't know if they're going to have Alistair Jeffrey. If they don't have both those guys, it's going to be a tough game. Uh, Carson Wentz looked terrible last week. No, uh, he's 231 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Um. But, yeah, I'm going with the Eagles in this game. They still got Zach Ertz. Uh, the wide receivers are not that good. If they don't, Like I said, they don't have Alshon Jeffrey or Deshaun Jackson. But yeah. yeah, and now Snaggler, how the hell do you drop that last week? The ball is literally in your hands and you dropped it. Yeah. Get the this hell out of Philly. Good. <laughs> Bobby? Trash. Here you have? Right now it's a, si- a minus six and a half for Philly. I'm taking the upset alert. Detroit Lions are going to win in a tight one, 24 to 23. You copied me, and the reason I am picking the Lions... John's like, wow, I, I really know. need a move. John, the, the reason I'm picking the Lions is only just because of the injuries that are stacked up against the Eagles. We don't know how healthy Carson Wentz is right now. Deshaun Jackson's out. He's got Ertz. He's got um, Butterfingers, Aguilar right now. That was in his hands for the win. I know. So, But, I don't know, just... The early season's not looking so good for the Eagles, so that's why I have a Lions upset. Um, this one, I'm just going to mark us down unanimously for the Jets, right? New England. Hear me out. I wouldn't say the you Jets. You didn't even laugh at me for saying we're all picking the Jets. I would say <laughs> the Jets if Sam Darnold was playing because the Jets, well, they're not going to make the play. Well, I can't say that now. It's too early. But yeah, I'm going with the Patriots. 
I'm going with the Patriots now. Hold on, Bobby. This is the other game that's that has a a line of over 20. So what's your score? I predicted the score right last week against Miami. Yeah. I'm going to say 37 to 0. 37 to 0? 37 to 0. Uh, John, do you have a score prediction? Well, the Jets usually play Patriots pretty good, but the Jets got a third-string quarterback going. I'm going to go 31 to 6. And I also have the Patriots winning, and I also have them winning. I just said that twice. I meant to say, and I have them winning 35 to 6. It'll be five touchdowns for the Patriots and two field goals for the Jets, in which that'll make the Patriots have four straight games without allowing a touchdown going back to the Super Bowl against the Rams. But get those cheeks clapped. Fact. So, Falcons-Colts. Who do you have, Bobby? The Falcons are a team I'll always blindly bet for. I have the Falcons going into Lucas Oil Stadium, which is a dome. They're going to win. 17 to 10. Seven, uh, low scoring game, okay. Brad, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but Matt Ryan is disgusting in dorms. Falcons, 24 to 10. Brad, sorry. I'm going with the Falcons as well. The Colts aren't doing it for me this year. I know they held on last year. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a field goal game, 24-21, but I, I have to go with the Falcons because – Gotta trust my boy, Matt Ryan. Um, Raiders, Vikings. John. We'll start with John this time. Um, I'm going to go with the Vikings. Some of their defense is good. Uh, Kirk Cousins, it's really, in my opinion, is really not that good of a quarterback. But uh, then you look at the Raiders. I don't think their defense is that good. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah Lose my words here. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going with the. Uh, I said Vikings, right? Yeah, I'm going with the yeah. Vikings in this one. The Raiders are just not there yet. I think they're going to be uh, good when they move to uh, Las Vegas. Bobby, Vikings Raiders. Kirk Cousins been my biggest loser for the last two weeks on the BB and J podcast. Yeah, he needs a game. So you're giving it to He's him. He's not going to have a game, but I still have Minnesota winning the game, seventeen fourteen. I hate how consistent we are. I also have the Vikings winning. But I just want to point out, this is the uh, WWE matchup of the week because there's a, there's a tag team called the Viking Raiders. That was it. They have a tag team called the Viking Raiders. Vikings Raiders matchup this week. LOL. Ha ha. <laughs> Sorry. I just <laughs> thought it was funny. All right. Ravens Chiefs. This is a big game. Who do you have, Bobby? On my co- podcast, I picked the Chiefs. Are you, are you sticking with it? I'm going to stick with the Kansas City Chiefs in a shootout, 38-31. Ravens. Oh, why? Why? Because Lamar curious. Jackson's trying to flash as to be a good QB. And, uh, the Chiefs' defense is terrible. They're going to uh, try to blitz Lamar Jackson. He's going to see open holes. He's going to dart through them, uh, get yards on that. Um even though Patrick Mahomes is a good quarterback, but I think the Ravens' defense is good. I think they can get pressure on Patrick Mahomes to turn the ball over. 
to turn the ball over. And uh, it's going to be a shootout, like Bobby said. Going to go with the uh, Ravens. Let's say 42-35. I agree with everything you said, John, except I have the Chiefs pulling it off with a score of 44-41. to 41. It's going to be a shootout and like all the holes in the defense. I think Patrick Mahomes is just a bigger player in situations like that are close. So, except New England, except against New England, you suck against New England Chiefs. Offsides can be like it forever. Yeah, D Ford. Thank you for the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, I also have the Chiefs winning just like Bobby. So, Broncos Packers. Thoughts, Bobby. I didn't have the Packers doing very well this year initially. I just do not think the Broncos are good. They are not good. I'm just waiting until um, Drew Locke is healed up so he can become the starting quarterback in Denver. Yeah, see you later, Flacco. Yeah, he's he had that one Super Bowl year. (laughs) Green Bay will win pretty handedly 28-7. Yeah, you got to go with the Packers. Uh, Broncos not a good team. Joe Flacco is a terrible quarterback. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to pick apart that Denver defense. I'm going to go with uh, the Packers, 28-6. to Yeah, I agree with everything you guys said. Packers are just going to blow them out. Aaron Rodgers is going to look like his old self against a not-so-great Broncos team. But that's really all I have to say. But we have a Cam Newton-less Panthers versus a not-so-great Arizona Cardinals with an up-and-comer QB who in his first two games have thrown for more than 300 passing yards. Kyler Murray wins pretty decisively. Pretty decisively. Yes. I do not like the Panthers at all in this game. John? Cardinals. I mean, Kyler Murray, I said at last podcast, is looking like he's going to be a good quarterback. Uh, he's going to absolutely rip apart that uh, – Panthers defense, like I said, I don't know too much about the uh, Panthers quarterback. What was his name? It's um, Kyle Allen. Yeah. Kyle Allen, I'm sorry, buddy, but whoosh, you're getting smacked getting around, whipped. pal. Yeah, I agree. I have the Cardinals winning a close game just because the Cardinals aren't the greatest team. I think Kyle Allen's going to do a lot of short passes and handoffs to Christian McCaffrey, and I think he's going to exploit the Cardinals' defense, but not enough to win the game. So I also have the Cardinals. So, Bobby, we already talked about this, but your official pick, Daniel Jones and the Giants against the Bucks. Giants win 17-14. 17-14. John? Got to go with the uh, oh man, the Bucks are not a good team. Even no, though they, no. even though they won last week on Thursday Night Football, but so you're going with the Giants. I'm going with the Giants. I think Daniel Jones. He's not going to play too bad. I'm going to go with the. It's going to be a close one, twenty-three to twenty. Just like I said before, when talking about Daniel Jones as a starter, I think it's going to be close, but I think the Bucks are going to come out on top, just because it's. Daniel Jones' first real test in the NFL against first-string players. I know the Bucks aren't the greatest team, but Daniel Jones also, he was he was a pretty good quarterback in college. He wasn't the greatest. Yeah. And he did show some great signs 
of offense in the preseason. But I have the Bucks winning 24 to um, 20. Uh, this one's a good one. Um, a Drew Breesless Saints versus the Seahawks. John. Um, no, no, not having Drew Brees, who's probably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He's definitely going to hurt. And the Saints still haven't found if not going to put uh, Tyson Hill or Teddy, Brid- Teddy Bridgewater in. And if they put Teddy Bridgewater in, he hasn't played a – did he play a full game last week? No, uh, Drew Brees got injured, I think it was early in the second. And Teddy Bridgewater played the yeah, rest Yeah, Bridgewater hasn't played a full game since he got uh, no knocked out versus the um, – when you get knocked out worse. I want to say it was against the Seahawks or the Rams. It was one of those two teams, but um, whichever those two play, I don't think it's going to look good for the Saints. You know, the uh, Seahawks got a very good defense. If you get pressure on one of those guys, they're probably going to turn the ball over. Uh, Russell Wilson is a good quarterback, in my opinion. Um, I'm going to go with the Seahawks, uh, 27-14. I also have the Seahawks winning. It's... um. It's unfortunate to say, since the Saints were my Super Bowl pick going into the season, I wanted the battle of the 40-year-old quarterbacks. I need Bridgewater to go 3-3 three and three in his st- or starts if Drew Brees is out for an even six weeks. But unfortunately, this isn't one of the dubs that I see. So, I don't have a score prediction for this one, but Bobby? I'm sorry, Bridgewater is not bringing that team 3-3. Three and three. They're going to go 1-5. That that's what I'm afraid of. I never said it. I think he will. I'm just saying that's what I need. And I think he's overvalued as a quarterback. Don't think he's as good as everyone's saying he is. So I have Seattle winning in kind of a decisive twenty-eight to twenty-one. All right. So we have four games left. We have Texans and Chargers. And who wants to start it off? John, you want to start it off? Uh, since the Chargers still don't have Melvin Gordon, I'm going to go with the uh, Texans in this one. Um, and like I said, the Texans don't have a bad defense. Um, you know, the offense is good. They got, you know, just trying to watch that quarterback. Uh, I forgot his name, DeAndre Hopkins. They also got a, I know he's not a good receiver, but Kenny Stills, that just gives targets to, um, for Deshaun Watson versus the Chargers defense is, I don't know if their defense is that good. But uh, I think this will be a close one. It's actually going to go to overtime, so I'm going to pick the uh, Texans 30-27. Oh, so it's going to be a field goal overtime difference. Yep. Oh, okay. Unless some dumbass coach wants to go for two for some weird at, weird <laughs> reason at the end of the game. Bobby, who do you have? The Chargers. Why? I do not like the Texans' offensive line. Chargers are going to be able to have enough pressure on them. Phillip Rivers had a bad week two. He's going to come back, try to have a better week three. Austin Eckler's reliable. He's been on fire in the past couple He's weeks. On fire, Especially reliable. on my fantasy team. And then I just think if you can hit Deshaun Watson, limit him to keep, stay, keep him in the pocket, limit him as a quarterback, limits the ability for the Texans to win. Yeah, I have to agree with Bobby. I think the Chargers are going to win. It's going to be a close one again. I think it's going to be like 21 21-17. 21-18, that's an interesting score. It is. I was trying to make a field goal difference with three touchdowns, but 18 is a really odd number to have. How would you even get 18? Yeah, no touchdowns, six field goals. 
Uh, two touchdowns, two safeties. Two touchdowns, miss the extra points, and then two field goals. Three touchdowns and higher Adam Vinatieri. <laughs> Brad, I'm sorry. I know he's your kicker. Freaking 608 years old. Just retired, dude. Seriously. I'm going to cut that clip out and just send it to Brad on how you get 18 points in a football game. <laughs> uh, um, Steelers 49ers, the debut of – or this is another starting quarterback, Mason Rudolph we didn't talk about, who is a third-round pick out of I don't know where. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. So, I – the 49ers have been doing really, really well this year, and this is going to be one of Mason Rudolph's, again, first real tests. Has the whole week to practice knowing that he's going to be the starting quarterback, but I think the 49ers are going to pull away with the victory. Yeah, I'm going to get yeah, 49ers too. Um, you know, having a rookie like Mason going up against a 49ers team looks pretty good. Um, I don't think he's going to do too well. Uh you know, especially not having uh, targets for the uh, Steelers offense. You know, they just got Juju. Uh, James Carner has not. In, has he looked good this year? I don't even know. He's I haven't been, heard. He's looked decent. Up and down. I haven't heard too much about him. No, they yeah, just nothing pretty, stood out. They pretty much just got uh, Juju, uh, Vance McDonald at tight end. Um, their other quarterback is James Washington, who I don't knew, uh, know too much about. But like uh, Will said, I'm going with the uh, 49ers in this one. Um, I'm going to say. S- 24, uh, 24-13. Bobby, need your pick for the Steelers, 49ers. 49ers, 35, Steelers, 7. That's a very confident pick you have there, Bobby. Um, five, We're going to our final two games, the Sunday night game, Rams-Browns in Cleveland. Do you think that... Baker Mayfield and the Browns will show up like they did last week against the Jets? Or do you think a Jared Goff-led Rams will take it away and show that the hype is really for naught? I'm going with the Rams in this one. Um, there's just way too many uh, weapons for the Browns to stop. You know, Robert Woods, uh, Braden Cooks, um, Todd Gurley. Even you got Jared Goff at quarterback. But then you can look at the Browns. Yeah, they got Odell. They got Jarrett Landry, but he's been terrible this year. Um, I'm definitely going with the uh, Rams in this one. I don't think it's going to be a close game at all. I'm going uh, 38-10. Bobby? You get over there? Thinking of how to say this. It's a coaching mismatch. Yeah. The Rams have a better running back. They have a better quarterback. They have a better coach. Yeah. They're going to win 31-17. So you have the Rams as well. Let me write that down. Um, yeah, I also have the Rams. They're coming off a victory against the Saints when Drew Brees went down. Aaron Donald's doing Aaron Donald things. Well, not as much as last year, but he's still a presence getting double teams. And... I think it'll be close because 
the Browns showed up against the Jets last week, but then again, it's the Jets. I wanted to say this Trash. analogy earlier. I want to ask Bobby this question. Bobby, what does J-E-T-S spell? What? What does J-E-T-S spell? I realize I shouldn't have taken Dayquil without eating breakfast. I'm literally dying. Um, We're almost done. Jets? Spells losers. Wow. So original. Gary V must love you. Yeah. He texts me all the time. So. Ha. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Once Darnold's back, I think the Jets will go on a roll. They just suck well without him. Sam Darnold will be the best quarterback out of that draft class. I agree. Over Lamar Jackson. Yeah. If um, John goes, ah. I want to talk about this for a second. So that draft <laughs> class, right, They had the four quarterbacks that were all hyped up, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, Josh Rosen, and Josh Allen. If I was the Browns, I would have – you had the number one pick and the number four pick. So no matter what, you could have gotten a very solid quarterback. I would have drafted Saquon Barkley number one. And then whoever was taking two and three, take the best one at number four. Because Darnold went at three, and I don't know who the Giants would have looked at quarterback-wise, but let's just say it was Rosen. Then you still have Allen and Baker Mayfield available. I easily think that Baker Mayfield still could have been available at number four. So imagine a Browns team that had Baker Mayfield as quarterback with Saquon Barkley. I probably wouldn't draft. I think Josh Allen actually be the best quarterback out of the whole entire draft class. Oh, I think so too. But if you, but if you, as <laughs> it's close right now. Josh Allen's really performing this year. We haven't really seen Sam Darnold in his sophomore year yet because of mono. Stop making out with those chicks at the club. <laughs> but I would have drafted Saquon number or one. Adam Case. Can't confirm who he's making out with. Shots fired. <laughs> yeah, going to that press conference high, or what looks to be high. <laughs> All right, so final game, Monday night, Bears-Redskins. Bears. That defense is too good. Redskins, trash. Bobby? Bears, defense is too good. Redskins, trash. <laughs> Bears, defense too good. Redskins, trash. And Boom. I... <laughs> and so that that one was pretty unanimous. I'll just do a quick write down of it. A for all. And then that is it for this week's just, quick picks. Just imagine I know what never happened if all these games end in ties. Just some way, somehow all these games end in ties. Oh go oh, to rigged. Go oh oh and fifteen. It'll be perfect. friggin' rigged. So Bobby, before or at the very beginning of this podcast, you mentioned your NFC Championship bold take. So, I don't recall if you mentioned this on your podcast or not, or if I remember, and I doubt John has heard it. So, Bobby, blow our minds. Okay. So, I'll tell you exactly how the NFC playoff situation is going to go, and you're all going to look at me, and you're all going to be like, "Who? wow. What, what credibility do you have? Wow, this guy's a time traveler because he's right. Jacksonville 13 and 3. Conference champions in the NFC. Dallas, okay. Minnesota, okay. Atlanta, okay. San Francisco. Okay. Wild card teams. LA Rams, Green Bay Packers. 
Okay. So you have all almost all the same playoff picks that I do from episode one. Yes. However, difference in the NFC championship up. game is going to be Dallas versus San Francisco. Okay. And the 49ers are going to face the Patriots, and it's going to be Brady versus Garoppolo in the Super Bowl. That would be interesting seeing porn star Jimmy get <laughs> his chance in the Super Bowl. If he causes exactly down the middle, I swear to God, I will shave my head bald and I will shave my eyebrows off. John, wait, 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 no, 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 no. This is a moment of history. This is an important question. Are you going to shave the beard too? Or are you going to keep the beard? I'll shave everything. If he calls... Legs, if he calls everything? If he calls Patriots versus 49ers, I will do it. He doesn't even need the whole rest of the picture to be right. He just needs one pick to go through. Baby, I'm putting money down in Vegas. Let's go Niners. I want John to keep. I want him everything shaved except for the mustache. Except like I want, mustache. I want eyebrows gone. I want beard gone. I want hair gone. I want the mustache dyed like pink, or Antonio Brown blonde. And then I want you to. I want you to show up to the podcast the day of the Super Bowl dressed like Garner Minshew. Oh, actually, that um, I would no. I would say if it's both those teams in the Super Bowl, not yeah. just one, both. Yeah. So, John. I'll be good. John. Do you accept Bobby's conditions by keeping the mustache? Yes. But I don't have to worry about it. No. Because well, supposed to be Eagles versus Patriots again. I'm still picking Pat Saints. I think I'm just hoping Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater goes 3-3. Teddy, Teddy three three. So, um, last thing for Bobby. I'm going to ask you this on the spot. All right. Super Bowl Sunday. Yes. BB and J Sports. Yeah. Take the lead. Super Bowl live stream. We'll be at Buffalo Wild Wings. We'll set up a game. <laughs> Put someone's phone at the end of the table. Game. Cool. Collab. We'll see if we actually remember that. All uh, I know is the NFL is my favorite. It's the best time of year. Oh, 100%. And once the NFL season's over... I don't know what this podcast is going to do. I don't we'll know if it's going to happen out. when the Eagles are we'll four and out. twelve, and John's kind of crying himself to sleep. And when Billy goes, "Hey, John, we have the playoff podcast to do," and he's in his room, I want to do a podcast. My team's so bad. We got rid of the best quarterback, Nick Foles. Why do I have Carson Wentz, the bum, the bum? Not even a top fifteen quarterback. Ooh, John's gonna have a response. Right. Take your shoes. Get the hell out of here. The Eagles will make the playoffs. Yes, they look like they struggled. They did lose to Sean Jackson, um, Alshon Jeffrey, uh, last game. And the Butterfingers and Alshon Aguilar, I swear to Christ, if you drop a ball again this week, I'm going to fly to Philly, slap you so freaking hard, dude. You're not, you're not going to hit you. Uh, <laughs> before things get too heated. I oh, know, before the cops get called. We're going we're gonna to call it quits on the episode. Bobby. Plug your stuff. Plug your podcast. At OG Bobby Legend, every social media platform. I'm still in DMs with the guy on Instagram. Named at Bobby. At Bobby. His 70K, 70K followers. Stupid. He hasn't posted in freaking forever. So I act, I heard you say that in your podcast, right? Yeah. So I just looked it up. At Will. This guy hasn't tweeted once since 2015, right? Yep. Except once in 2017 
where he's like, this handle is not for sale. And he hasn't tweeted since then. Really? Yeah. So I was like, well, what the hell? <laughs> I, I just went back to Bobby on Instagram. What you, what'd you I message him? I messaged him on March 24th, 2018. How much money would you like for this handle? He hasn't even read it yet. So I'm going to reply <laughs> saying, <laughs> just send another. I'm going to say you up, question mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hold on. So what do I do? So what you do, uh, I'll go to Twitter. So you type in at John, and then <laughs> once John's Twitter co- cooperates, do at, at J-O-H-N, search. Oh, well, he's right there. He's verified. Good luck with that one, John. You got um, CEO of Shot Studios with 486,000 followers. Let me tell you something, brother. Oh, the camera. Let me tell you something, John, brother. I'm coming for you, boy. John, if you listen to this, if you like sports, I'll give you my money right now. I have my bank account and my tax returns for the next 10 years. Wow. He's a CEO. I don't think that'll have much of a difference for him. <laughs> but um, who? Uh, if you listen this far, who has the best chance of getting the Twitter handle for their names? At Bobby. With 70,000 followers. I've been left out red for a while. <laughs> At John with 486,000 followers and verified. Or at Will, a guy who's tweeted once in the last four years with only 1,000 followers. I think it's me. However, he did say it's not for sale. Probably so doesn't even have the login information. Probably. I'll just contact her and be like, yo, this guy hasn't tweeted in like two and a half years. Can I have his at, please? I haven't checked Instagram yet. He's probably the same freaking guy. But, John, after that rant, where they where can they find you? On Instagram, John O'Halloran15. On Twitter, underbar, uh, underbar John, underbar O'Halloran. If you want to go to my YouTube channel and subscribe, please. I got 57 subscribers. Just keep subscribing so I can quit my job. It's John O'Halloran on YouTube. Please subscribe. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at William Kliske. Hopefully soon to be at Will. And this has been Take the Lead. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts now. We finally got it up for you guys. Boom, for baby. you Apple listeners. It's up on Google Google Podcasts for all you Samsung users. And Anchor, um, Spotify, and I forgot the last one. It was like Podcasts something. But this has been Take the Lead. Until next time.